So unwanted desires is the topic that we want to talk about a little bit right now. Uh, and, and that is something that obviously very many uh, of us would love to find uh, a way to, to deal with and, and get a grip on. Uh, and, and we want to talk about that. Do we want to try to get rid of our desires that we don't want? Do we want to try to suppress our desires? Do we want to indulge all of them, perhaps, uh, or indulge some of them? What, what are some attitudes here? So we can try to uh, make a few comments about desires. What are desires? So we would say that uh, a way perhaps to define what we mean by the term desires is when we calculate whether rationally or quote-unquote non-rationally through whatever way uh, that a particular course of action, a particular pursued modification of experience will lead us closer to, excuse me, a deeper and greater fulfillment of our underlying nature, of our underlying desire uh, that, that we have, uh, which we can only get to if we dig and dig and we ask why and why and why, excuse me, again and again and again and again. So for example, uh, we can start with any desire whatsoever. A person wants to start a garden. A person wants to climb a tree. A person wants to work here or there or eat this meal or that meal. So what, 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 where would we arrive if we continued to ask why? Right? Why do you want to plant a garden? Because I want to be stress-free. Why do you want to eat this food? Because I want pleasure. But if we keep uh, digging and digging, eventually, what answer can we give other than that? I want to be myself, fundamentally. I want to experience myself as myself. I want to, to uh, experience true dignity, true freedom, true joy, and all of this that, that is fundamental, that is innate, that is not made up, it's not arbitrary, it's not contingent on context. And simply how I uh, uh, strive to get there is based on my calculation, which is based on uh, my knowledge and my nature and my body and my mind and my psychology and my past and all these different things. But ultimately, it's the same goal. It's different destinations. Like we plug into the GPS a single address and it might give us many, many different routes. Actually, probably not usually, probably only one or two, but let's just say theoretically it could be an infinite amount of routes, right? If we really uh, say, okay, go down this road, then go backwards, then make a left, then make a right, we can keep going like that for endless amounts. As it, as it would seem, combinations, uh, but ultimately the destination is the same. So here, that, that's a way to, to think about desires. And we see that uh, uh, the desires that we have, as we said, they're based on so, so many factors. But mo more than anything, we would say they are based on our kind of uh, uh, the degree to which we have moved away from uh, our initial origins. At, at, at the point of our initial origins, when we were a baby, we simply have physical desires because our whole identity, our whole being is wrapped up simply with our body. So what's good for our body is what's good for us. What's bad for our body is bad for us. As we get older, psychological things are added to that. We develop a complicated psychology, a complicated identity. I want this. I don't want that. This means I feel good. This means I feel bad. And then our, our calculations also take that into account. Uh, but the, the goal would be to, to move away from the animal, to move away from the psychological until we directly want uh, uh, only that which will really truly lead to our highest good. And we would say what leads to our highest good is the greatest possible uh, elevation of mind and morals and, and consequently our inner being to so say that the greatest reduction of selfishness uh, and, and the greatest uh, kind of intellectual 
uh, refinement, uh, which hopefully has a reciprocal relationship with, with our, our selflessness, our lack of selfishness, or our reduction of selfishness, all these kinds of things. So that's the goal. But while we're getting there, and we never get there, but uh, while we're on that path, we see that we have, because of our nature, it never goes away. We constantly have uh, desires that uh, that compel us to seek immediate gratification, immediate satisfaction. Now, again, on a simplistic reductionist account, or going off of an account like that, we could say something like the pursue pleasure, but that's just the word. What, what kind of pleasure? There's many different kinds of pleasures. Some people pursue what we other people call pain. Some people pursue a power. There's so many different things. So we can call use the word pleasure, but really we would say it's that it, we're pursuing that realization of our underlying nature. And, and uh, it's extremely painful to be suppressed for too long. So consequently, our, our unconsciousness offers us ways to, to, uh, to satisfy our nature in the immediate short term ASAP. So for example, the destructive ways, I don't feel like myself in life. I feel like I'm working a job that I hate that's not giving me an opportunity to be myself. I feel even broad, more broadly speaking that I'm a nobody to other people, to society, to myself. I have a tiny little uh, emotional range, a tiny little intellectual range. I'm extremely selfish and contracted into my own creaturely self, but my nature is still there. And it's not being satisfied, the, the, me being the way that I am. So consequently, I have a very strong temptation, very possibly, uh, to turn to the bottle or turn to powders, t- turn to basically substances. Why? Because that can alter my experience and I can then feel like myself. At least a little bit. Right? Or I turn to other things, turn to gambling, turn to internet things, turn to viewing things, whatever it takes, turn to certain activities, whatever it takes to satisfy my nature. So I have all of these desires uh, that pop up, meaning these calculations about prospective possibilities to feel like myself prior to actually having changed myself. So the question is, do I want to repress them? Do I want to sublimate them? Do I want to uh, turn them, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, fulfill all of them, satisfy all of them? So here we need a goal in order to answer an ought kind of question, meaning what ought I do? Well, we need a goal. So here we would say the goal is to move through uh, the, the animal and psychological and the unconscious phase of life and to arrive on the other side to so say, of some kind of real substantive existence and being. That's our goal because there's no other goal for us to have. It's not an arbitrary goal. That's one out of many. I like this. You like that. We can choose. Like it's the, that, We would say that's the, the sole direction of our will. That's our soul. That's the, the only thing that there is, is, is that underlying nature that seeks its realization. So that's our goal. There's nothing else we can want. So consequently, we have to ask, how do I get to that goal? And the broad answer is, how I get to that goal is, again, I have to change myself. I have to move myself away from my animality, from my unconsciousness, from my psychology. That's how I get to that goal. Now, well, uh, in light of that goal, uh, should I satisfy my desires? Should I suppress them? Should I sublimate them? So we would say that, excuse me, a key thing to keep in mind is that the desires arise based off of our, our context, based off of our level. Uh, and they're indicative of something broader. Meaning, if I if I am, let's say, uh, a socialized person, I'm not going to all of a sudden have the desire. Well, socialized maybe, but let's say humanized person. I'm not going to have the desire to go and burn my neighbor's house, goodness forbid. It's just not going to arise. I'm not going to at all find it appealing, right? If I'm not a, a sick individual, I'm not going to all of a sudden have the desire 
to go and, and do inappropriate, gonna submit things with, with people that I shouldn't be doing them with. Right? It's just not gonna come up at all. So the fact that the desires that come up, the fact that I want on any level to go burn my neighbor's house, I want to go do something inappropriate, gonna submit, I want to go and, and uh, hurt somebody. That's saying, that's saying something about me. Not about me in the deepest way, because that, that me, hopefully, it always stays the same. Even if I totally change, the fundamental me will be the same. But it's saying something about the point of development that I'm in, about my mind, about my current understanding, my current degrees or understandings, my current degree of, of uh, selfishness versus selflessness, all these things, it is saying something about them. So consequently, it's not enough simply, if I simply repress a desire that is naturally coming up uh, based on off of the, my present state of, of, of uh, development, it's not gonna it's not gonna go anywhere, and it's gonna consequently lead to other kinds of issues. It'll it'll seek. It's like uh, maybe we can think of it as an analogy: uh, water pressure, right? On a pipe, you, and there's a little hole. You plug it up. Well, the water pressure is still gonna be there, so it's it's gonna seek its realization uh, somewhere else. Maybe in the it burst out the other side of the pipe, or or something like this. But it, it's not gonna. The pressure's still there. So it's the same idea. Uh, so it's not, it's simply not a good strategy to, to sublimate, uh, uh, right there too, or should we say to try to repress a desire point blank. But at the same time, the problem is that if we indulge every desire along our path to perfection or toward perfection and, and toward humanity, then uh, we're never going to get there either because many of our desires are, are antisocial for one. They're very destructive. And further, once we indulge in the desire, we have to, especially in our unconscious state, we have to then change our programming to facilitate uh, uh, the, the possibility, or to, excuse me, to enable the possibility of us feeling decent about ourselves. So, for example, I have a desire on my pathway towards perfection to go and, and rob a convenience store. Well, after I've done that, I have to kind of account for that. I can't just say, oh yeah, you know, it's, it's I'm the same as I was. Now I have to kind of reprogram myself where that's an acceptable thing to do. So I have to change some kind of belief. I have to say, maybe people that uh, they deserve it anyway, these convenience stores, the family owned, they probably have so much money anyway. They're probably millionaires. I have to say something, right? Or I'm special. My desires are special. Now, again, we have to emphasize in our unconscious state where this isn't exactly a rational process, where we're sitting it down and thinking it through, maybe with some logical uh, syllogisms or mathematical equations. This all happens on a subconscious level, but it does the job of changing us uh, in light of, of, of what we've done. And that is why we see that individuals that have even never seen the, the, the briefest flash of consciousness in their life, and yet they have absolutely been changed in light of what they have done, especially bad things in light of what they have done. And, and that is why if we meet... Uh, uh, Serial killer or something like this, it's not going to be an outstanding uh, individual, right? The great, <laughs> a great person, not funny, but the, a, a great person that just happened to do a couple of things, right? I just, just happened to indulge a few desires and remain the great person. No, the person will be fundamentally, deeply, we don't want to say fundamentally, but on the deepest uh, kind of intelligible levels, the person will be corrupted and skewed and messed up. Excuse me. So that's an issue with indulging our desires. But if we can't uh, repress them and if we can't indulge them, what should we do? So one thing to do is if, uh, first of all, if we can attain to a little bit of rational thought and insight onto ourselves, we can make deals with ourselves and say, you know what? I'm, I know I have these desires at this phase of my life, but 
I'm not going to act on them. Uh, 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 I'm going to take steps to make sure I don't act them out uh, because I'm, I'm looking out for my long-term development. I don't want to corrupt myself, goodness or bin. I don't want to destroy myself morally and intellectually. So consequently, excuse me, I'm going to not do what I want to do now. And I understand it's going to give me some psychic uh, kind of uh, meaning psychological uh, stress and duress and problems maybe even, but I'm willing to, 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 to kind of uh, take that risk and to hopefully get ahead in my development to where I'm no longer desiring those lower base things. Excuse me. But um, so that's if we have some insight. But another thing that we can do is we can find other outlets for uh, uh, our desires that we understand uh, or not to be uh, uh, indulged in, uh, not to be satisfied. And, and, and for example, we want to be very violent and aggressive during a certain period of our life. Just like plenty of little kids want to be very violent and aggressive, have little tantrums, but when it's done as a little kid, right? It's it's a, it's okay. It's sublimated in some other way. Go play in the playground, maybe get in a fight on the playground, go in a punching bag, have a tantrum, this and that. So when, when that occurs as an adult, however, the same thing, then it's more of a problem. But that would be the idea. We can sublimate our desires. We can, if a person really wants to control other people, right? There's, there's better and worse ways to do it. Worse ways, <laughs> getting forbid, assault somebody, Right, uh, something like that curb stomp them, take their stuff. It's a sense of power and control. Obviously, it could get worse, unfortunately, than that, tragically. But the better way is go take some adult uh, martial arts classes and, and control people like that, and, and be controlled and be humbled and learn lessons. Right, uh, a person wants to uh, it, uh, wants to see blood. Unfortunately, there are people that want to see blood. It brings them pleasure to see blood. One way is we don't even want to say. Another way is to go be a butcher, uh, go, go uh, uh, to be a surgeon, go be, uh, uh, draw blood at a, at a clinic, right? <laughs> so we can take these desires that are, that are more general and broad, like the desire to be violent, the desire to see blood and, and, and redirect them and sublimate them uh, into activities that are even very beneficial and, and social and great. For example, again, one way that a person wants to see blood and to be in control of other people's lives, one way if a person has that minimal degree of development is going to become a killer, right? In cold blood, not in self-defense or something. In cold blood, become a serial killer. People, unfortunately, tragically, it's not done for no reason. It's done because that's what the person needs psychologically. That's what draws them in. If a person feels a tremendous amount of power and control and, and, and uh, a rush, whatever, their sick mind occurs. But another thing to do would be to become, let's say, a heart surgeon, right? Or a brain surgeon, it's the same thing. Uh, the person is holding somebody's life in his or her hands, is uh, dealing with a lot of blood and gore, but here it's a person's a hero. The person is doing something phenomenal. So we see we don't have to always repress our desires. In this way, we can find more, uh, uh, we can find healthier outlets for them that will not lead to our destruction, both external and internal. And at the very least, internal, even if external, we get away with something, quote unquote, or something like this. So, that's a, a strategy there, uh, but uh, eventually the idea is, right, that um, we want to uh, escape our initial base states uh, where we have desires that are not ideal and, and reach states where we are, uh, where our desires are all great and where we don't want anything other than what we, our rational mind tells us is good, where we want to help people, we want to be kind to people, we don't want to steal we don't want to lie. We don't want to cheat. We don't want to do all these things. We don't want to be violent. We don't want to see blood, uh, or at least inappropriately speaking. Right? We don't want any of those things. We, uh, we want what is truly good for us 
and for everybody else. But to get to that point where we actually want that, it's it's a journey. It's very hard. And, and, in, the, and in the process of the journey, like we said, we have all these desires. The key is if we're capable of, of understanding ideas such as this, then we're capable of bringing these things out into the light. We're capable of attaining a little consciousness and rational thought and, and, and conscientiously dealing with our desires. We also have to remember that uh, our thoughts are not the same thing as, as uh, uh, us and it's not the same thing, excuse me, as realizing our desires. We have an animal nature that is throwing all kinds of things at us and, and, and we shouldn't be too disturbed uh, by it or, or too, you know, shocked by the things that uh, we can kind of want or dream about or fantasize about and things like this. But at the same time, that's a great way to nip things in the butt is to not allow ourselves to visualize things, to fantasize about things, killing our boss, who knows what, right? Because that's how these things kind of start. It, it, the seed is planted in our thoughts, in our fantasies, and, and, and then we want to indulge the, the negative desires out of weakness out of the, uh, and all of this. So, we're enabled by weakness. So that's the idea. We, we have to find a strategy for uh, for, for managing uh, our, our desires. We can sublimate them into something that is, 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 is acceptable and even great and healthy. We can repress them to, to some extent, but with in a conscious way where we're aware of what's going on. And if things get too extreme, we, we can we have a given outlet. We know what we're going to do. If, if we can't handle it, uh, uh, right? uh, and we can, uh, the most important thing is, is to keep moving uh, ahead. And, and hopefully those desires, uh, the, our desires will again come in light uh, of our higher modes of development and, and consequently will, will eventually not be a problem. So let's do it. Thank you for listening.